um, is on strategy, making sure that you, you're aligning your business strategy with a data strategy. And it can be a three-year plan. It can be a five-year plan. I'm not saying you can't collect, but certainly you don't want to collect something. And in some cases, you can't collect things if you don't have a legitimate interest or a legitimate business purpose for that data. So it's really not stifling business, but it's bringing discipline around your business and what truly you need to be successful. It's just a little bit of discipline early on in the process will benefit you in the long run, especially in an exit strategy like an IPO or, or, or some sort of other leveraged buyout. Right. So I hear you saying maybe in a lot of those digital to digital handshakes between vendors um, or service providers, or even just how the, you know, a browser and a website interact, just taking a look and seeing probably at an early stage, you know, is there some data here that I just really don't need? And therefore I don't need to build a whole data table for this because we just, it's going to come in because it's passed, but it's going to drop and fall through the system. Um, and at, at maybe a middle stage, you're advancing that and you're putting some rationale and reasons behind why you're keeping things so that then when you're at a more formal stage and you need to justify that collection, you've done your homework in the middle stage and it's easier to do. Yeah, I, I think data, you know, I've, I've used this analogy for years. Data is like, you know, radioactive material. It's an input, right? It's got value in, you know, cesium-137 has got a lot of value in the reactor when it's powering things, but it also has a negative value. You have to store it. You have to maintain it. You have to protect it. Um, and the more you have, the more of those obligations. So you just need to keep, it's a risk balancing test. Keep those obligations around the data you have, where you've collected it, who has access to it, who's using it for what purposes. Certainly if you are now big enough or, or global enough to have triggered GDPR, you're gonna have a fundamental requirement under the GDPR under article uh, 30 to maintain at least a basic register of all of your processing activities and the data that goes with that. So as you move to that second phase, that discipline is gonna benefit you not only indirectly as you meet your compliance obligations, but it's gonna set you up for that phase three, which is, okay, now we're really mature. We're potentially looking at an exit strategy or whatever it is. Have we operated the business in a way that we haven't created problems that don't need to be there, right? Do we now have a bunch of data that's not really a, a valuable asset or that we've collected in a way that we now can't sell because we had the wrong disclosure in the notice or we didn't provide the, we'd get the right consents. So it's really maturing that data set um, along with your the obligations and assuming you've you're updating your notice kind of as these three these three phases go through, you're going to be adding more in as you as you trigger more requirements. So that phase three program really is where you move from, okay, you've got your core security, you've got your fundamental privacy in place. Now it's really fine-tuning that data governance strategy and even that data strategy. What, what are we seeking to achieve? Are we going public? Are we gonna get bought? Are we, are we, you know, what's our exit strategy and how is data, how are we positioned to answer questions? You know, anyone's been through due diligence knows it's a, it's a bit under the hood looking and you're gonna to have to ask, you have to an, you're gonna answer a lot about the data you collected, why you collected it, did you collect it lawfully throughout its entire life cycle? You know, it's like a colonoscopy, if you will, uh, in, in terms of data. And you might as well not create problems that aren't, that aren't necessary or questions that might, you know, you, I've seen deals go south because of problems with data sets. And so I think it's that privacy by design really to the next level. Now you've collected it. 
Are you, are you uh, encrypting it? Are you doing the things you need to do? When you come up with, like you said, the new use case, uh, that, that, create, that creative engineer you hired to do some sort of new marketing campaign, are you now keeping in line with your obligations? So, you know, it's, the, it's, it's from, from small to that large phase, you don't do everything at once, but you do things in layers and incremental so that you're always building on that next, looking at that next phase, looking at that next aspect of your program. And that so that you've not built in problems where you didn't need to build problems or spent money where you didn't need to spend money. Mm-hmm. So it feels like um, this is early stage, a stitch in time saves nine, do a little work, document, and don't keep everything you that's that might be extraneous and as you move move through it's increase some of those controls data map instead of just documenting um, understanding your vendors a little more formality in the middle and then as you mature and have revenue worth protecting um, really start to think about more of an operational privacy program you want to avoid creating debt, you know, like you would avoid creating tech debt. You want to create, you want to avoid, you know, privacy and security debt where you get to that end stage and you turn around and now in order to execute that strategy that the CEO wants, you have to now spend a bunch of money uh, to do, to clean up data sets or implement things that you need to implement. Whereas if you've done it incrementally all along, it would have been a much easier pills to swallow all along as opposed to that big horse pill at the end. Super helpful. Thank you, Marcus. Um, Ian, you know, I, I think even as I was listening to Marcus, I was hearing areas where a practice could fall off a cliff uh, or where I could get into, into trouble. And, and we just had a question in Q&A on, on cyber insurance um, and whether, you know, when is the right time to buy cyber insurance? And, and I think that, you know, in conjunction with the statement and notices as we're, as we're communicating to our customers or our, our, our business customers that you know, this is how we treat data. And then we have a program behind it to support it. At the same time, what has to come hand in hand is, a, is a, an awareness of the assets, uh, you know, Marcus alluded to you know, this, you know, this debt of, of an asset or, uh, you know, radioactive material, I think was another reference. We have this um, stewardship responsibility with the information that we now have. And failure to appropriately use that information and or protect that information creates some real, real challenges and real problems. Um, the, the question specific with insurance, um, I answered by saying, if I had to invest in security infrastructure or insurance, I would invest in security infrastructure or an IT person that has, if it's early stage, an IT person that has some security background so that they can begin to protect our environments. Um, ultimately, as we grow, I'd like to see that security program mature. And at some point when there's a business and revenue really worth protecting, is when I would start to consider my insurance options. Now, you know, in, insurance is cash outlay without any investment in the business. And, and so in many ways, that's really the suspenders on the belt, 
right? The belt is to keep the pants up and that's your security program, whether it's software or a vendor or people uh, and insurance is then gonna you know, support that additionally. Um, but I think that what would be great to hear from you, Ian, is what are some of the stories, what, what are you seeing from a risk perspective on cyber and, and how does that come hand in hand with, with privacy in the, in, the, in the stages that we've talked about today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you got to kind of think about it as you have, uh, as you've described as uh, it's, it's all about what kind of risk are you taking on and, you know, what, what are you aiming to do? How, how um, important is data uh, uh, to you, to the operational success of your, of your organization and, and go from there. But I will say that those who have cyber insurance are very glad they have it. Um, because of the ubiquity of, of cyber breach. And I'm talking about all the way down to really small family owned businesses that choose to, to actually close up shop rather than to try to uh, survive it. We've, we've actually, you know, taken in those kinds of uh, matters and been told, you know what, we're going to, we're going to just close up business. Um, so, you know, but I also kind of look at it from the flip side, which is, um, you know, everybody kind of looks at this as sort of a defensive measure, um, but I kind of, uh, you know, like to talk about it more uh, around the concept of sort of space exploration, if you will. Um, so if, if you know that you're going to, you know, going to have to go for a very long uh, journey, uh, you, you're going to need uh, a big, a big rocket, you know, with a lot of payload and, and you should invest in the fuel to make that entire journey, right? And if you're going to make uh, some, some, more aspirational moves if you're going to be audacious enough to host platforms for other companies or change the way business is done. Um, you need to have these, these foundations well in place. You wouldn't go on on a spacewalk without a, a space suit. Um, and so, you know, these aren't defensive ways of looking at things. If we want to deliver um, new services to people so that we can you know, immediately uh, see what we want and press a button on our phone and it's there in our front door. Well, there's going to have to be new frontiers of privacy that we have to consider and what that means. Um, but from a story's perspective, what I've seen uh, come in on the other 